Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Tribe of Christians broadcast. I'm your host, founder and ministry leader, Brandon Dawson. Now, what I'm going to be talking about is uh, coming from something very personal uh, that I have experienced over the last three months. And I'm going to give you a very personal uh, perspective uh, concerning the warnings about the economy that you're not going to hear anywhere else in the markets. You're not going to hear anywhere else uh, in some kind of news or YouTube blog, uh, my perspective is extremely very unique, and I believe it, in fact, it has a much uh, more indicator of things to come just because of the uh, very sector in which I worked at. Uh, so I'm going to talk about a dire, major economic warning uh, that I have learned over the last three months and would not have known if it weren't for this uh, to happen. So uh, three months ago, I unexpectedly uh, faced a layoff from my job. Um, and while in this present circumstances, uh, layoffs are unfortunately not uncommon or unheard of, uh, given the state of our economy. But what distinguishes my experience and my specific layoff is the very sector in which it actually occurred, uh, which I believe is an even greater ominous warning uh on the horizon with the if this trend continues so uh we i'm located here uh presently um and not very long uh in the future but for right now we're in charlotte now charlotte's economy is distinctively characterized uh, by two major sectors which are the banking and finance as well as manufacturing and logistics now, Charlotte is the second largest financial uh, district in the country. It hosts um, one of the federal districts or federal reserves. It is also home to uh, major financial institutions, the global headquarters for Bank of America. It also has Truist Bank, Wells Fargo, BB&T Banks. Um, and because of the state and the city's Previously, uh, it used to be lower tax rates. I don't know so much anymore, but because of the previous lower tax rates, uh, especially during the uh, Trump administration policies, uh, have helped facilitate massive growth in uh, capital uh, here in the Charlotte area, which have uh, resulted in massive um, construction projects, uh, including the uh, public transit expansions here in Charlotte. They have uh, not just buses, but uh, a massive light rail system that uh, reaches uh, north and south and now east and west of the city. And there are also uh, numerous uh, gross and apartment complexes. So you'll see all over the city, especially in the south end of Charlotte, all these massive new uh, apartment and condos that have just pretty much risen up overnight over especially in the last year or two now additionally to all that the city is also a host of two major sports teams uh maybe not very good but uh the city has two major stadiums and they host the carolina panthers as well as the basketball team the hornets which was once owned by uh, michael jordan so i say all of that just to show you that uh charlotte was ma in a massive growth period uh, they were a lot of great opportunities here in the city. Uh, there, there's a lot of uh, money here in Charlotte to, to have. 
Now, over the last 15 years, my professional um, career, my uh, journey has uh, mostly been in law enforcement and secure security industries, which began with my military service. So I've, uh, in addition to serving the military, I've worked uh, for various different sheriff departments, as well as uh, state corrections, federal corrections, and have worked um, in executive protection and exclusive security um, and armed capacities uh, for various clients and contracts over the last 15 years. So now what I know is traditionally law enforcement and security uh, are completely safe uh, job uh, sectors. Those jobs are pretty much uh, job security. However, uh, recently I'm seeing, uh, thankfully to this layoff that uh, I experienced, um, usually these jobs would be abundant. You would see if you went and did a Google search, you would see hundreds and hundreds of job listings in the security or law enforcement sector. Uh, you would uh, see security for places like hospitals, uh, for schools um, or police divisions uh, and agencies. Uh, you would see um, and there are different levels of security. Okay, when when people think of security, they think of security guards, uh, but in reality, there's a much more huge scape of security. You could have um, extensive armed anti uh, counterterrorism security units that I have also worked in. Uh, you can have executive uh, security that works um, with. Uh, people who usually have experience, not just from the military, but you think of Secret Service, uh, things like that, uh, who work one-on-one uh, -on, -one on security escorts for, uh, for major CEOs, um, exclusive uh, high-end clients, or you can see these type of security jobs, uh, government officials, things like that. So you have a, a wide array of security. So usually these jobs are very extremely abundant. Now, once I got laid off, first you know I started doing uh, getting into the job market um, and search uh, for jobs. Now, for the last four years, uh, I had actually worked as um, for a security contractor, uh, which uh, offered a. Uh, which was in the police division that oversaw the city's light rail system. So I was uh, a part of a contracted uh, security unit that was enforced or administrated uh, police uh, type security, uh, police roles, police administration over the uh, public transportation. And uh, recently, the city and the city council, unfortunately, a very progressive left-leaning, uh, reduced its police presence uh, here in the, not just across the city, but uh, mainly removed large amounts of their police presence on these uh, transit systems and terminated the security contract that I worked for. Uh, and so I worked a couple of different uh, contracts here and there from uh, a few different banks, but uh, mass mostly these contracts have completely uh, been erased, been removed, and just non-existent. Now, typically businesses um, prioritize security, uh, especially in infrastructure, uh, infrastructure, uh, transit. Uh, banking uh, institutions, things like that, uh, usually prioritize security in their budgets. Uh, so it's very rare that you would see uh, these jobs cut. But what I found out, what I've discovered, 
is that not only are there massive layoffs, like all these banking um, institutions are closing all of their branches. They have laid off thousands of people. Um, I've heard and have talked to people one-on-one -on -one who worked in these sectors who are all telling me that uh, not just the, these closures of these uh, branches, but thousands of people being laid off in these sectors. And, and that's, that's really bad for Charlotte because Charlotte is based upon the uh, banking sector. Uh, so I've heard uh, just hundreds uh, of closures in just weeks, just within the last week, uh, someone told me that even Truist Bank had closed over 70 branches in one week. That's insane. So not only are we experiencing all these banking closures, these uh, these um, these banking, uh, I can't think of the word, the, these branches are closing. Not only that's happening, but apparently uh, not just the banking industry, but all these other industries are completely cutting costs and removing their security contracts. Uh, they're cutting their security costs. They're laying off their security officers, security employees, all that whatnot. So um, all these contracts that once existed these security contracts that once existed numerously that usually are are consistent job security you would find these jobs at any time just are completely vanished uh, off the face of the earth they're just gone and then once security contracts that do remain uh, they have cut the hours massively so these uh, security officers are no longer working full-time. A lot of them are working part-time and working on numerous different, uh, jumping between different um, posts, different positions, different um, clients just to make up for the hours. But they've cut their costs. They've uh, cut uh, a lot of these security jobs. They're, they're just, just gone completely. So... Most uh, infrastructure banks, all these clients would not typically would cut their would, would not typically cut their budgets and security unless they absolutely had to. They had absolutely no choice. Uh, but the fact that they are right, all these banks here in Charlotte, all these uh, security jobs are completely just gone. And what um, there's not very many good security jobs uh, anymore as there used to be. And so what this tells me is that uh, if these institutions are not just closing their branches, but they're removing their security, uh, that's a massive warning. We are, that's not good. We are heading into very dangerous uh, waters. This is a last resort. These people wouldn't usually cut these type of costs. And now, in addition to that, not only have they removed the jobs and uh, the security presence is is gone, the police presence is gone, law enforcement, it's just not there. So now you have infrastructure completely vulnerable, very, very extremely vulnerable. So uh, you have anything can now happen. And this is the worst time in the world for these industries uh, to cut costs and security and to, for these vulnerabilities to happen. Because you look at what's happening at the border, uh, massive uh, with all these people coming in. We don't know who they are. Um, there's reports that uh, not only th these aren't just typical people trying to immigrate or fleeing uh, or seeking uh, asylum, 
These are people from our nation's adversaries. We have people from China, from Iran, from uh, terrorist factions uh, very hostile towards our nation coming into the country that are already here. Uh, you can do a Google search and you can find out uh, and see hundreds of articles uh, concerns that of these sleeper terrorist cells are here now in the, in the nation. So now we have two major warnings. So one massive warning for what's happening in the economy right if people are laying off uh these security jobs is just gone uh that tells you something and then number two the other warning is the how vulnerable our nation really is and so now all that being said i have to tell you i'm, I'm really thankful for what, what did what happened to me what we did go through because i ended up securing a much better uh, long-term position uh, i'm still in the security field but uh it's a much uh different um different environment uh different clientele and so uh it, in the long run it actually worked out very well for me and my family but um, it was uh, a difficult process to go through, uh, at least to say. So if you are one of those people and you have experienced a job loss yourself and you, you don't know what to do, you know, trust in the Lord and you've you got to get out there. And maybe uh, this is an indicator that, uh, of a change that you need in your life. Uh, maybe it's a relocation because in our circumstances, um, we are going to be relocating down the road, you know, so it, it's going to be a good thing. But uh, pay attention because uh, not every closed door is because of the enemy. Sometimes it is. Sometimes the Lord allows the enemy to, uh, to allow these things to happen to push us in the right direction. That was our situation. So there are, uh, there are opportunities. There are doors. There are things out there. But overall... Um, I would uh, what I'm seeing is uh, is very alarming and a lot of people don't wouldn't look at someplace like the security sector or the security field um, as an indicator of economic trouble is coming is is on its way. So anyways guys um, it's just kind of my take uh, on on what's happening a unique perspective. And I would really just do your due diligence, your due research. If you have a job, whatever you do, hold on to that job. Make sure you do everything you can uh, to perform that job very well and uh, ensure that, you know, you wouldn't be one of the first people on the list for a layoff because uh, perhaps maybe uh, you're not as well performed as someone else. I, I don't know. But do everything you can to hold on to that job. I would not quit your job at this time, and I, I would hold on to it. And, in fact, more than anything, um, I there's a lot of people who complain about the jobs that they have right now, and they – complain that oh, i have to go do this go do that gotta uh you know it may not be the ideal or perfect job and you know it might have its, its cons but in today's time um it just the fact that you may have a job i would be very thankful to to have one period especially if you don't have to worry about layoffs be extremely thankful that you have one and because a lot of people are in really bad situations right now and uh, even the people who've done all that they can um even look at you know look at me for since for you know i've got a four-year degree i've got two uh and i've got extensive 15 years in law enforcement and it still happened to me so if it can happen to me it can happen to anybody 
I would do everything you can. Hold on to your job. Be extremely thankful for the job that you do have. And, uh, you know, my wife um, was telling me the other day about some coworkers at her job that were complaining about about their job. And, and uh, she works in a place that uh, people would just love to be able to work. They would love to get that job. Um, you know, you hear, I hear stories every day. People that apply, 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 get turned down, get turned down, and, and maybe uh, after trying three or four times, they finally get that job. You know, this is the place, that's the type of place where my wife works. And so to have someone there complaining, uh, like you, you don't realize how blessed you are. You know, if you have a roof over your head, you have a job, um, maybe it doesn't pay the, you know, the greatest. But you have money coming in. You have a way to pay for your bills. And then you have something to do. You know, you have a place to go. So, uh, you know, I would look at it. You know, I get to get up in the morning. I get to go to work. I get to contribute. I get to, uh, you know, I have a, w a way of paying and providing for my family. So I, w I wouldn't complain about the job that you do have. I wouldn't quit. And if you don't have one, you're in that situation where you are uh, in need of a job. You know, uh, consider things that no one else would consider. Think outside of the box. Don't just focus on what you have always done. Um, think about things that how some of those skill sets might transition over into a different type of job, maybe that you've never worked before. And I wouldn't be afraid of trying new things. Don't be afraid to venture out. And, uh, and also, I, I would consider maybe you're in a position you might be able to relocate, you know. And that might be one of the best things uh, that you could do or experience for your family, especially if you've watched any of our previous videos or warnings about the Northeast Coast, you know, New York City, Washington, D.C., those places. So if you have uh, if something has happened to you, you're in one of those uh, major cities and you've lost your job there, uh, I would look at it as, as a major um, warning, a uh, major sign that maybe you'll be able to get out in that city. You can find, you can relocate and find a job somewhere else and leave. You don't have to be there because massive things are coming. Not, not much as, uh, even though we haven't really posted a lot of videos or a lot of updates recently, not much has changed. We're still on the same trajectory. We are still on the same warning paths for the nation. And, uh, and so anyways, guys, I, I would love to hear your, your comments, your feedback. Let me know, uh, what you're seeing in your job markets and your cities. Uh, you know, maybe something um, interesting that not pe many people have talked about. Uh, maybe you work in a sector that uh, is overlooked or underlooked. So anyways, guys, uh, as always, God bless. Keep running your race. Keep finding a good fight of faith. Stay in it. Keep going. Whatever you do, do not give up because that would be the one thing the enemy wants you to do is to give up because if you give up, that uh, sows, that would uh, sows doubt, it sows uh, isolation. The enemy would love for you to give up, to be isolated, to quit. And that job or that ministry or whatever it be uh, would love to see that possibility just die out. When in reality, um, it's these things, these challenges, these difficulties would actually help to define our character help to divine uh to define and pave the way ahead um i'm sorry i don't mean to keep going and rambling i don't want this video to be too long but uh i was just recently playing a um a star wars game uh xbox star wars game and i found uh there was a quote in the game um 
one of the it's uh one of the Jedi's is doing Jedi training and one of the quotes was uh one of the obstacles is the all of these uh obstacles and stuff that are in your way and trying to find a path forward and so uh in the game they said uh the obstacle becomes the path and I thought that that was so true that's so interesting so when you see obstacles or challenges in your way don't think of it as a uh um a stop sign don't think of it as a goliath or whatever you know think of it as uh, a stepping stone um as not just an obstacle but a part of your path uh can you imagine who david would be if it weren't for goliath uh can you imagine who moses would be if it weren't for all the challenges that he faced and and, and anybody in the bible you know so it's these things that really help us uh, and should not hinder us at all. These things are designed to strengthen our faith and not to allow for doubt and the enemy to overcome. So anyways, again, guys, stay encouraged. Keep running your race. Keep finding a good fight of faith. Whatever you do, do not give up.